Okay, good job. All right, I enjoyed the singing. All right. All right. I always do. All right, if you have your Bible, turn with me tonight. I know this is a very familiar passage uh, to you, but I really don't know of any
I just want to say that I don't know if you realize it, but you and I have a vineyard tonight. We have a heritage. We have something that uh, have, was handed down to us here in America. Richie talked about it in Sunday school this morning. Uh, there's, there's no other nation in the world that has had what you and I have as Christians. Freedom of worship. Now, it didn't really start out that way. If you study church history and the history of, of America, uh, whatever colony settled an area, whatever denomination they were, if you were not of that denomination, you might get persecuted. Right. But then one fellow came along and said, we don't want uh, to force anybody into our religion. We want freedom uh, of choice, freedom of worship. And of course that caught on and was put into our Constitution. I don't know about you, but every time they, they come up with an amendment to the Constitution, I think it's already been amended to death. Yes. Uh, but I, I love our country and what it has stood for over the years. And, and I love our church and the, the heritage that uh, has been passed down to us uh, here in not just this church, but uh, any Bible-believing uh, church. They, they have a heritage that has been passed down. When this church was built, I mean the building, was built it was it was a different church that built the building and they kind of fizzled out well then we came along i say we I, I wasn't a pastor then i wasn't even in the ministry not not as a pastor anyway and uh we bought the building and started what was then crescent baptist church and later on i won't go into the details but uh it was changed to Word of Faith Bible Church, uh, taking the denominational name <clears throat> off of it, and they had a reason for that. I wasn't here then. Uh, but I do remember that old Brother Boone, the first pastor, he, he was a Bible believer and a Bible preacher, and uh, he, he stuck to the Bible. I think he'd memorized most of it. And uh, if it wasn't in the Bible, it didn't get preached. Amen. If it was in the Bible, then he didn't deviate from it. He stayed true to it. Now you and I have been handed that same vineyard, that same heritage that was passed down to us. Uh, I, I thank God that I had a Christian daddy yeah. that believed the Bible. He had a sixth grade education uh, in, in uh, school, but he educated himself in this book. Amen. And you couldn't trip him up. He didn't know who any of the movie stars were. Uh, we'd say something about John Wayne. And I, I even, that'd tell you how old I am. Even the young people back there today don't know who John Wayne is. <laughs> 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 you probably do. But anyway, Dad would say, well, who is that? Do I know him? <laughs> He'd say, no, Dad, you don't know him. <laughs> but uh, he knew who Jeroboam and Rehoboam and Amen. what the difference was, what they did. And uh, 
Uh, he, he knew his Bible. He taught the Bible. <clears throat> raised his family by the Bible. And so, I have a, I have a heritage. And I always, I'd always wish that he had never read the book of Proverbs. <laughs> you know, where it says, spare the rod and spoil the child, things like that. But he, he did. He, he knew all about that too. So we, we've been handed a heritage and it's our duty, it's our responsibility as moms and dads and a pastor and teachers and just Christians. It's our responsibility to pass that same heritage down to the next generation. And uh, I hope that that's what you're doing. Don't compromise with the world. Don't sell out just because somebody wants you to. Amen. Uh, Ahab <clears throat> spoke to him and said, uh, I'm supposing he passed by and Naboth, since it was a heritage, and since uh, old, uh, Ahab wanted it, it must have been a beautiful place where he had uh, a vineyard, grapes, and uh, maybe some olive trees, I don't know what all he grew there, but they called it a vineyard anyway, so we know he had grapes. And if you've ever been to the Holy Land, you'll know that they have a bountiful amount of rocks. <laughs> uh, all alongside the highway, you look across the field, and if it's not cultivated, it has rocks. And I can just imagine that Naboth was thinking about his father's, plural, so it would be his grandpa and his daddy, of uh, cleaning out those rocks, digging them up and making a fence. They would, they would build a fence out of those rocks to keep the animals uh, and predators out of, of the vineyard. <laughs> you know, that's, that's pretty hard work. That's, that's a lot of sweat. Probably a lot of blisters on their hands. They work hard for that vineyard. Have you ever thought about how hard our fathers worked for our heritage, for the vineyards that we have? Um, as I said earlier, many of them were persecuted, especially in the old country. Uh, I think of old Polycarp. They called him in and said, if you will just deny uh, this Christ will let you live. And old Polycarp, he was 98 years old and was a pastor. <laughs> I got a ways to go, though. <laughs> but he said, uh, he said, 98 years have I served him and he has never failed me and I won't deny him now. Amen. And they killed him. That's, that's what we have as a heritage. That's Amen. our vineyard. Uh, but Ahab said, uh, uh, give, me, give me your vineyard that I may have it for a garden of herbs. And I think of the Bible that we have, this old King James Bible, how God has blessed it over the years. Uh, this is Bible that Dwight L. Moody used to shake two continents toward the Lord. That's right. Uh, it's the Bible that Billy Sunday and many of the uh, evangelists back in the day used, and God 
blessed it. Why would we want to trade it in? That's right. For uh, herbs, <laughs> you know, you you can't you can't have a meal of herbs uh, back in the day when I worked for a living. I mean, worked hard for a living. Uh, sometime between work and coming home, I'd get to anticipating what Barbara was going to have on the table when I got there. And I never said, I never ever said, boy, I sure hope she has a, a plate or a bowl of parsley. You know, herbs are good for nothing. <laughs> Except, you know, as spices and, and things like that, we, sometimes we, we go to uh, Corky Bells and I like their clown chowder, but they, they put that green, I don't know, is that parsley? Is that parsley? They put it in the bowl and I pick at the waitress. I said, look, I said, somebody put this bowl of clown chowder out on the lawn and they ran the ride with the lawnmower and blow grass over it. And uh, she said, no, that's that's not grass, that's it. She'll say some herb, I don't know what it is. And they put that stuff on the plate and it gets in my way. They said it's for decoration and I said, but it, it don't it don't look good to me. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, I, I would not want to trade a vineyard for a garden of herbs. I don't want to trade this book, this old King James Bible, for any watered-down version. That's uh, That that's like that's like herbs. You know, not the real thing. It's just herbs. It won't it won't put any. You know, you can't work off of it. It don't give you any strength. It don't give you any nourishment, it's just for looks. <laughs> and he said, I want it because it's near under my house. It's just convenient. Mm. It's convenient. How many how many people today only come to church when it's convenient? And, and I tell you, it's not convenient being here tonight. Uh, it's cold outside. Uh, somebody's got to get up and go to work in the morning. Poor things. <laughs> just, just wait until you get old enough to, to get on Social Security. And you can... I told my brother once, I said, man, I'll be glad when I get 65. And he said, why? And I said, I can go on Social Security. And I said, I'm going to laugh all the way to the bank. And he said, yeah, and when you get there, the bank's going to laugh. <laughs> I, I heard, uh, I it was That's good. yesterday on the news that one of the things that Biden wants to do is raise the national minimum wage to $15 an hour. And they said, that will bring a million and a half people out of the poverty level. <laughs> and I tell you what, now it, it might do that for a million and a half, but it will put 10 million in the poverty level. Uh, there's a lot of people 
that the only, the older people, the only income they have is the Social Security. And they're not going up to $15 an hour. They may have got a $3 raise this year. And then they, they add $5 on to the uh, Medicare. So you lose $2. But can you imagine going up here to Wendy's to get a hamburger and it's $20? Yeah, Just for a hamburger. Can you imagine how the prices in the grocery store is going to skyrocket in order for them to pay somebody $15 an hour? And then those people who are on Social Security only, they're going to that store and they can't afford the groceries. So it'll, and plus it'll close down a lot of small businesses uh, that couldn't afford to do it. So I don't know what they're, I'm just a dumb old country boy, but I don't, I don't know what they're thinking. I, I can't follow that. But anyway, how did I get on that? He <laughs> <laughs> said, I, I, I want it because it's near under my house and I will give it, give thee for it a better vineyard than it. Now that sounds reasonable to us, don't But it's not reasonable and we'll get to that in a minute. Or he said, I will give thee the worth of it in money. Now old, old Naboth, he had an opportunity. He could have said, well, I'll tell you what it's worth and he could have jacked that price up and I imagine Ahab would have probably paid him that, but in the long run, what would he have had to pass down to his children? They would have said, Dad sold out our heritage. Dad sold us out. That money wouldn't last very long. And they both said to Ahab, The Lord forbid it me. He didn't say, I don't want to sell. He didn't say, my wife wouldn't want me to sell it. <coughs> my children wouldn't want me to sell it. He said, God don't want me to sell it. Amen. God forbid it me. And if you read over in the book of Leviticus and Numbers and Ezekiel, uh, you'll find that it was forbidden when they were given a... a uh, parcel of land uh, when they were dividing up the land uh, whatever family it went to it was supposed to stay in that family and it was forbidden in Ezekiel for the prince uh, which would have been the higher up politicians and included the king it was forbidden for them to buy property from any family uh, for themselves. It was to be passed down from generation to generation to generation. So he said, The Lord forbid it me that I should give the inheritance of my fathers unto thee. In other words, I have an inheritance and it's been passed down to me. Uh, my grandpa had it. He passed it to my father. My father passed it to me. And now I'm going to pass it on to my children from generation to generation. And the Lord forbid it me that I should give thee that inheritance. 
Do you believe in America today that we have sold out? I say we, I'm not talking about, you know, me and you, but I said we, all of us. You think we have sold out the next generation? Yeah. You back up a lot of years and uh, think back to the America that we grew up in. Think back to the school system and how it was when we went to school. Of course, I went to school in Pearson. It wasn't Taylor then, it was Pearson. Pearson High School. Uh, and when we got there, uh, first thing we did was that somebody got up and read the Bible. Amen. And then we had prayer, the Lord's Prayer, and then pledge allegiance to the Bible. I can remember when they added that uh, one nation under God. Invisible. It used to not be there. I can't remember who the president was. Eisenhower. Was it Eisenhower? Yeah. Yeah, but Eisenhower. anyway, I can remember the change. We had a, a little lady that would come to the school for the elementary school every Tuesday and stand up and, well, she'd play the piano, we'd sing some songs, and then she would take uh, her flannel graph and teach Bible stories for an hour. And uh, then all of a sudden, the Supreme Court decided that that was illegal. That was the church interfering with the school. That was a mixture of the church and state. And so they said, it's, you know, you can't do that anymore. There was a lot of kids in that area that the only Bible they ever got Every Bible lesson they ever got was from Miss Walker. Uh, they didn't get it at home. That's a shame uh, that they didn't get it at home. Some of them did, but many of them didn't. And uh, so we things are, things are different. We took we took the Lord out of our school. We took Bible reading. We took prayer out of our school. Uh, just about taking him out of our country. It's, it's almost like we're saying, God, you're not welcome here in America anymore. And a lot of churches are selling out the inheritance that they have and going for uh, popularity. Some, somebody would have said, well, Naboth, you ought to go ahead and sell it. You know everybody else is doing it. <laughs> Listen, you better not follow the crowd. That's right. The Bible tells us, enter ye in at straight gate, because straight is the gate and narrow is the way that leads to life everlasting. But wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads uh, to destruction. And he said, and many, many be that's the crowd, therein. many there be that enter therein. The crowd is the one that cried, crucify on the day that Jesus was tried, so you don't want to you don't want to follow the crowd. You want to follow the Lord. He Amen. said, "The Lord forbid it me. The Lord forbid it you and I too right. that we should sell or give the inheritance of our fathers, the inheritance that's been passed down to us unto thee." And Ahab 
came into his house heavy and displeased because of the word which Naboth the Jezreelite had spoken him, for he said, I will not give thee the inheritance of my fathers. And he laid down upon his bed and turned his face away and would not eat bread. And of course I've already told you the rest of the story about Jezebel coming in and patting him on the back and trying to comfort him and Jezebel. Uh, how would you like to have a girlfriend or a wife? <laughs> with a name like that. <laughs> it has come over the years to represent Hillary. Represent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> represent everything bad. But uh, Naboth gave his life, but he kept his dignity. He wouldn't sell out. And I hope, you know, we, we live in a day and age when we're hearing just about that that same thing from the world. Well you ought to you know, you ought to do this. You don't don't be so straight laced uh, about the Bible. Uh, you know, it, it was written by men. It has errors in it. Uh, where are they? Well I'm not sure. I don't know. But it don't have errors in it. It was written by holy men of God who were moved by the Holy Spirit. Amen. They don't have errors. Uh, anyway, as a pastor, I, I, I do this all the time. I commit myself to you that I'm going to stick with the book. Amen. I'm going to stick with the, with the vineyard that God has given to us. It's a heritage that was passed down to us. And and the, and, the, and let me get in music. Uh, I, I don't like uh, some, some of what today they call music. You know, I, li I like the songs with some meat to them, with a message to them that exalts uh, the Lord Jesus Christ. If it's new, that's all right. I don't, I don't mind new songs as long as it honors and glorifies the Lord. But uh, we haven't sung all the old songs yet. <laughs> we haven't learned all them yet. <laughs> but uh, I, I was thinking when I was reading this, uh, and I know I've, I think I've told it here before, this sermon that Peter Marshall uh, actually preached many years ago or a story he told about a Swiss village uh, who had <clears throat> hired a man to keep their source, their water source, uh, clean. And he lived up there in the mountains where the streams would come down and, and they would come to a reservoir in the city and people used it for drinking. It turned the wheels of the industry and uh, everything that they used, it came off the mountain. So they had an old hermit up there hired and, uh, to keep the streams clean. And so they were having a budget meeting one year. And 
money was a little bit tight and they wanted to do some things that they didn't have money to do so they were going over to budget somebody said what is this keeper of the spring uh, so much money he said well, what is that and someone explained to them that that was an old man that lived up there that would just walk all over that whole mountain and keep the keep the streams keep the trash out of it the dead animals and keep it clean and uh, so that they could have fresh water there uh, in the reservoir and they said well why don't we just fire him they said you know for all we know he's just laying up there somewhere not doing anything and we're paying him so why don't we just take that off so they did and things went good for a while and then after a while they noticed a green sheen coming up on the water and some of the wheels uh, at the mill were not turning as good as they once did. In fact, uh, some of them a little bit later on just quit turning. And they were having a meeting and uh, some lady came in and told the councilman, uh, he said, uh, I have a child at home that's sick. Something's wrong with it. And said the doctor had said that the source of whatever's, whatever he's got came from the water. You get bad water. We're getting bad water. And people are getting sick off of it. And so someone said, well, maybe that keeper of the spring, maybe he was needed. And we just didn't realize what he was doing. Do you think we could go back up there and apologize to him and, and, uh, and get him to come back get him to come back and keep our springs clean so that we can have clean water and our children uh, can have help. And I'm wondering tonight if that's not what America ought to do. Amen. Just go back to God and say, Lord, we're sorry. We didn't know how powerful you was to America, or you were to America. We didn't realize all that you were doing for us, and we kicked you out. We asked you to leave. Would you come back? Would you come back? Amen. Lord, would you come back into our homes? Would you come back into our churches? Would you come back into our schools? We have a heritage. There is no better vineyard than the one Naboth had. There is no better inheritance or heritage that you and I have or could have than what we have had. So, you know, we're still in the beginning part of 2021, and I don't know if we'll be here to the end of the year or not. I don't know if we'll be here at the end of next week. And I'm not talking about dying. I'm talking about being trying to sleep. You know, I don't know how long we're going to be here, but you know, it, it wouldn't matter if we were just going to be here another 24 hours. We still need God. You know, we need to stand up and, and say, Lord, uh, 
I appreciate the heritage that you have given us and helped me to keep it that I can pass it down to my next generation. Would you determine that in your heart? I'm not going to give an altar call, but I hope that you'll make that determination. It don't matter what everybody else is doing. The crowd is most of the time is, is always wrong. You stick. You stick to your conviction that God has given you. You stick to your heritage and keep it for your next.